0: Is Jason Tatum borderline top 10 for you right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, he would have made second team All-NBA, probably. Um, So I guess that would put him right at in the 10. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and especially since January, since the new year, and really actually I'd say since the All-Star break, he has been a top 10 player. So right now, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We're just fresh off a big win. Tatum did his thing. I haven't checked the numbers. I believe he had... I think I
0: want to say 34. 30, I was
1: going to say 32. He got to the line, I think, uh, between 13 and 15 times. He made all of them.
0: He went. Uh, I think he went 14 to 14 from the line. Uh, did you? How did you feel about his technical?
1: That was the week. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that as I'm building up in the fourth. Because you said he missed it, the fourth on the way home.
0: Uh, Yeah, I was on my way home. I didn't get to see. I mean, I saw it in highlights, but I didn't get to witness live the Marcus Smart barrage.
1: Yeah, so basically, first half was Jason and Jalen carrying the Celtics quite a bit. It was a lot like last game.
0: Kemba could not find anything. Kemba couldn't
1: find anything. Really, the rest of our team couldn't, besides Jason and Jalen. And Raptors are doing their thing on the other end. Van Vliet, Robert Williams. Robert Williams gave us a big boost. Yeah. But Siakam. Van Vliet, all the players they needed to. OG was playing well. Everything was going good for the Raptors. And it was just exactly what I expected this series to be, which is a knock them down defensive, just, like, scrappy series. And that's really yeah. what – like, the whole game was like that. Raptors get up, 12-point game in the third, make a little run because the game was just close the whole time. Um, And then I tweeted at the end of the third quarter, at some point, Marcus Smarts is going to say – Okay. and then this game's going to be over for everybody. And that's exactly what happened in the fourth quarter. He went off five threes in the fourth. Uh, he was unstoppable. He just did what Marcus Smart does, and that's take over hey. games, whether it's offensively, defensively, with his hustle. He will find a way to impact a game, sometimes with scoring, like tonight, and a lot of times without his scoring. He is...
0: Someone that clearly isn't afraid of the moment at all. You never obviously never will be. Yeah, big no, he's a dog. He's, he's a big is time insane. performer. And uh even at the end of the game when he was guarding Siakam, Siakam just couldn't do anything with him. Like Marcus Smart six four plays six ten, but also can play six one because he can stay with any guard, but he can, he can guard. guard one
1: through five. I've never seen anything like it as far as a guard who not only feels comfortable, but wants that matchup with the Porzingis, the Siakams, players like that. Like the only other
0: person who who reminds me of that is someone, two people actually. It's Kyle Lowry who's in the mm-hmm. series, and Chris Paul. Those yeah. two guys are like the same kind of animal. I mean, Marcus Smart's a better defender than them, in my opinion. But
1: I think I saw a stat that like a power forward and a center against Marcus Smart this year was shooting something like. Like, in general, that position against Marcus Smart was shooting about 30%. Yeah. Something like that. I could could get that stat totally wrong, but it was an insane stat like that. But – oh, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, he's just such an animal that he makes bigs uncomfortable because bigs like it when they can actually – someone their size just so, like, it's not weird and their balance is there. But someone like Marcus Smart who can get low and kind of just throw off your center of gravity can just make it uncomfortable for A lot like James
1: Harden where they're – stronger and thicker than you think. Even Luca, to an extent. And Luca, Luka as well. Luka's very strong. Like, he can get to the rim on anybody. Yeah. But, yeah, so Mark Smart catches fire in the fourth. We're doing our thing, playing defense, because we are absolutely hard to score on. Yo, who are you talking to? Uh,
0: I'm Joe Disazler right now. He just men- he messaged me real quick.
1: Oh, word. So, we on fire. Locking up, like I said, knockdown drag out game. Tatum late after all this back and forth, Kemba got, gets alive in the fourth too. But as Keenan alluded to, Temba, or Tatum makes a three pointer. I believe thinks he gets fouled. Basically, just throws his fist and they tee him up.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was on the he pushed off on Onanube. Oh, On a off, shot. Yeah, that's yeah right. it was like he was coming, drove, uh, drove and he at the mean. elbow. It was, I, I would have called the push off personally. I think he extended with the arm, but I knew either way. And he didn't even say anything. He kind of just threw his hand and kind of was like, "Man, I didn't think that was a foul." And they called him for it. And I was a little like, "I don't if, know. That's a little like he it's didn't." One even... of those.
1: If the Raptors capitalize, that's a completely different Yeah, series. I was gonna say
0: it's and 1-1. it. And I was gonna say Kyle Lowry did make the free throw, so it mm-hmm. went from nine, 100 to ninety-six to one hundred and ninety-seven, and that makes a huge. That one point makes a huge difference. Makes it a one-possession game. So, it could have definitely been. Not detrimental, but definitely series-changing, as you just said.
1: Absolutely, because now the Raptors go down 2-0. They, they got to play, and they will play, absolutely desperate. Like, I'm almost terrified of Thursday's game. I was going to
0: say, they, they did the same thing with the Bucks last year. I mean, they had Kawhi, obviously, so that makes uh-huh. a difference. But they were down 0-2 to the Bucks. The one difference here other than the Kawhi thing is there's no home court. So right. you don't go they're not going home from Milwaukee. They're just in a neutral setting, so the momentum doesn't really switch all that much. Yeah, thing was So bad. they have to switch it themselves, which is but they have the championship pedigree to do so.
1: Yeah, and where the one one to the two oh makes a big difference, it's like I thought the Celtics length and size is seriously bothering the Raptors backcourt. Especially Van Fleet. Van Fleet's getting up a lot of shots and he played better today than game one.
0: And didn't even play great today. And
1: didn't even play great today. Like it's taken him a lot. As you saw for his game tying shot, he had to mm. heave it he's shooting it over Yeah. Jason Tatum. Uh
0: Kyle Lowry was also cold today too. I think it was five of thirteen. He just Kyle Lowry was doing everything else. He just yeah, wasn't he, he just wasn't scoring today like he can.
1: And that's the thing with any of us where we get the advantage of Tatum, nobody on that court can score. In the half court, it seems like if you're gonna half court buckets, either from the line or you're getting a really good shot off your set offense.
0: Siakam Al- needs to assert himself if he wants to be in the Donovan Mitchell kind of Jamal Murray, even Jason Tatum, but kind of that ascending star star. He needs to be able to.
1: Yeah, he's got to work on his offensive game. Yeah he's got a
0: he has a raw skills definitely he's athletic obviously has good touch around the basket good stroke he just needs to he just needs to
1: learn how to get to his spots yeah from that, what i see definitely definitely i agree because that's what they're missing if they had a wing who could really create right now that would pretty much even the series really yeah because it's honestly the difference of Kyle Lowry and Van VanVleet having good looks on those threes compared to Tatum and Jalen, who are rising up over whoever they're guarding. You know? yeah. That's really it. But, yeah, I'm honestly worried someone on the Celtics is going to get injured Thursday the way the Raptors will be playing because they'll be out for blood. Um, they got to get hot, though. They got to get hot from three because they're getting nothing easy against us at all.
0: I agree. And speaking of nothing easy... The
1: Heat made nothing easy for the Bucks. Especially Giannis. Giannis gave Giannis a tough time. Giannis, the defensive player of the year, also after Jimmy Buckets gave the Bucks forty. And uh was asked after the game, Giannis, why didn't you guard Jimmy Butler, the Heat's best player? You're the defensive player of the year. And he basically said
0: I do what I, Coach tells me. I do what coach,
1: coach tells me, which is not usually the answer you'd get from a. League MVP or anybody competitive, really,
0: for someone who's gonna enter rarefied air.
1: Yeah, it's a, You just don't ever hear stars give that answer. It was really weird, and yeah. that's the first thing I think that Giannis should be criticized for. He seemed to be kind of like where Luke is right now, where everything's good, like no reason to criticize you. Everyone loves you. That was the first one where I was like, ah, but yeah, um, because
0: you, kinda... you can, you can kind of excuse. Last year was really the first year you kind of could have been like, Giannis, you got to get something done. But also, Mm -hmm. you could look at like the Raptors are a very good team and you kind of have the blueprint. But coming back this year, you have, you can argue, you have a better season than you did the year prior. And MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and now, I mean, presumably MVP, Mm -hmm. Defensive Player of the Year, and you can't lose in this round. You can't do it. I can't say you can't. I I wouldn't
1: say you can't because the Heat are a good team. No, I think not just a good team, a great. No, the
0: Heat are a great team. I just it just looks bad if back to back years you're not even going to get to the conference finals after being the one seed and the MVP for back to back seasons.
1: For sure. But that's, I mean, that's why that's I, the same place where LeBron was in 2009, and 2010. Yeah, and I know?
0: don't, and it wasn't a, and it was a terrible spot for him too. That's why I just don't.
1: I can't say it's a terrible spot. I think it's a natural spot for any player to be at that point in their career. I do not everyone's gonna make it. You know, if LeBron has better players, they probably do. That's how great he is. is that he drags them this far. Same with Giannis, dragging them this far. You know I, what I mean?
0: I don't think, and many people are giving him a pass for this at all.
1: I wouldn't say a pass, but I'm saying sometimes there's teams that match up well against you.
0: Oh no, the Heat match up better than yeah. any team so in the league against them.
1: So I mean, if you get beat, you get beat. It's not like well, if he's he out especially, it, you know, what and I mean?
0: especially if he plays like the way he did in game one, then I would definitely for sure. Of,
1: but if they're they're playing good defense against you and forcing you into something uncomfortable, that's great coaching and great game planning by the Miami Heat.
0: I agree. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you're that guy, you need to be better. Definitely, that is all that is all i'm definitely after game one but no, i'm saying I'm, I'm, not
1: criticized saying. for losing necessarily sometimes you just lose he's a good team that's if, all we're on. if at. he
0: pl- if he plays bad he's gonna deservingly so get criticized oh for sure and uh, that's what i'm saying if you also keep, you need
1: that other creator they don't really have that other guy
0: no not at all i doesn't say i didn't i don't so i don't have them going to the finals Definitely not. I would say I had them. I get
1: strong, like LeBron early career vibes from this team and Giannis, just with more shooting, basically, just not the level modern of,
0: day, right?
1: I ju- I not um, the level of talent as these other teams.
0: No, and I I was so close in the pre like before the bubble, not I mean before the playoffs, to picking the Heat over the Bucks, and I felt it inside, but I just ended up. I just figured Giannis would make sure and. Make it happen, but...
1: They're the perfect matchup. They're the, a lot like the, the Celtics where you can throw... And the Raptors where you they, can throw a lot of bodies at him. But the Heat can, can shoot with them. That's a the thing. They got snipers everywhere. There's
0: not a better matchup for the Bucks and the Heat, in my opinion. Their matchup... They have four legitimate bodies they can throw at him. Plus, they can shoot with them. They can do... They have a closer. They can do anything with the
1: Bucks. It's going to be a fun series. I think it goes... It goes deep. It won't go just five. It'll be six or seven. Oh, I I'm think it's going seven.
0: seven. I think it'll go seven. Um, I had it going seven with the Bucks,
1: But at the same time, the Heat, they're much like a lot of these teams who just have so many wings, like the Raptors and Celtics. They can just defend the three so well that if all you do is make slightly more threes, and that's the difference in the game, really.
0: The Heat have... It's weird. The Heat feel like they have championship pedigree without really having any chance without having a championship i mean they have andre iguodala and pat riley and eric bolster so they obviously have like kind of that's the degree de- right there i was gonna say that but the players just feel like tyler hero feels like a oh hey he could he's felt like he's been there before but he hasn't been there before mm-hmm. obviously it, that's where it just it's crazy
1: that's the greatness of great organizations like the he like boston like toronto like you just see it like the young players who perform like the jazz right now as we see we got game seven on and the nuggets, you know, their players just kind of jump in. Know it you know what I mean? Yeah. From top to bottom, whether it's coach and staff.
0: They just have confidence.
1: Yeah. No, a lot of the league's so much more smart than where it was ten to fifteen years ago. Like as far as where the how the organizations are run, how the stars are built, or their younger guys.
0: Yes. Yes, hundred percent. What do you think about Oklahoma City, Houston.
1: Fun series. Speaking of matchups, right there. Thunder can match up well with the Rockets because they they play their own four-guard lineups, basically. Yeah. Or or four wings in a big or sometimes it's five out. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul was insane last night. He was hitting contested jumper after contested jumper just like prime Chris Paul would. And uh, it was... I can't say a blast from the past because that's what Chris Paul does, but... In a sense, thinking about it today... It was a reminder. It was a reminder. But thinking about it today, because he had a great season, all-star season, probably was going to be third-team All-NBA, arguably. Um, He, with two days rest, I think it gives a player like Chris Paul to look more like a 2015 version of Chris Paul than if this was travel and everything else, like a normal playoffs. Yeah. You're on campus, just got a day in between, can chill. Go and play. No travel. I think it makes such a difference. And Doris Burke made a good point. That's probably to some degree, or a lot of the degree, why Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell got there. Yeah, they don't explosive have explosive numbers. You they're know? chilling.
0: Like they don't have. Like after this, there's no travel. You go to bed. You wake up. You can go through a daily. Like, you can get into a major routine. And if you're you've played sports, I have as well. You get to a creature of habit. And if you can stay with your routine, you're gonna tend to play better than. When you have to travel or whatever. So definitely that's going to help. Especially at 1 a.m.
1: across the country or somewhere, you know?
0: Yeah. Chris Paul also did the most disrespectful thing I may have ever seen in a basketball game. In that game. Which is? 103-100. Shooting a free throw at the end. Uh, Danilo Gallinari shooting a free throw. If he makes the free throw, obviously the Thunder go up 104-100. So it's... Important to want to get the rebound because like you don't know he like and off. he just no he was looking directly at james harden
1: i thought he's kind of looking behind him he
0: looked he was looking I, I was dir- watching
1: the game and i thought that too but i was like eh.
0: he was looking directly at james harden and james harden because after they questioned him after and he was like oh i didn't even notice him and he noticed him and chris paul was looking directly at james harden and even if he was looking off he still needs to get the rebound. Like, if he misses that, that's an important rebound because it's one o three one hundred, and not
1: the game's not over. If that's the case, then that definitely is disrespectful. No, he, he,
0: he, I, I, he, I watched I it seven times. He was looking at Harden. He had no. In, he was just looking straight at Harden. Like, you did this to yourself. This is what happened. I don't know if
1: it's AI step over Ty Lue disrespectful, but it's disrespectful for sure. <laughs>
0: It was Chris Paul, if to me, Chris Paul was trying to look through the soul of James Harden basically saying, This is what you should this is what you get for running me out of town and wanting Westbrook. We're gonna come here in game seven, we're gonna go win, and this is what you get. Is what I felt. Right after slapping the old side of Robert Covington after jing on his face.
1: That's a greatness of we're gonna get to see that whole trade and culmination of everything in game seven. I think the Rockets come out on top, but
0: if it's close, the Thunder win. If I don't think it should be close,
1: it's been a close series, so I think it will be close. Uh,
0: I mean, the Rockets have won in three blowouts.
1: True, but overall, seven game series. Well, yo, you know, it's Clippers been close, but I'm saying if Westbrook's the, not back in rhythm either,
0: if the game is, if the game is a ten, a anywhere from ten less and in going into the fourth quarter, I have probably the Thunder are going to win the game. But so you have it
1: either. I'm
0: um, yeah, I think the I think the Rockets are going to win and I think if the Rockets are going to win they have to do it handily.
1: I expect the Rockets to win. It's really to me
0: cuz you're playing against the best fourth quarter team in the league.
1: To me it's really like what we saw at the end of this game. The demons of Russell Westbrook and Harden's past. Uh they just they've got tough reputations in big games and in the fourth. Westbrook's known for Chucking it up. The IQ plays like last night where he just throws the ball away. Harden looking to set a screen instead of really get the ball. Harden looking to be... I don't know if he was ducking from the moment, but he certainly didn't seem like he was running to the moment. You know what I mean?
0: It, yeah, it felt also like that was... The play looked like it was for Robert Covington, which was kind I can't of, imagine them running no, a play which is why, I, No, that's, that's why, why it was... That's why it was weird, because Harden had no intentions of getting the ball, and Westbrook had no intentions of actually driving. He, yeah, no one knew he, what to in, do. He instantly kicked it to Robert Covington, and Robert Covington was sh- – like, so it made it look like the play was made for Robert Covington. I hope it was not. No, I
1: think that was just IQ, because I think that was off the miss. I, it really seemed like no, it was I, just I, I, a throw-in. I I,
0: I I hope it was because it looked like that play was ran for Covington. I don't know why it would have been, but it just it looked that way because Westbrook didn't even think twice about driving. He took like one dribble to the middle and then just dished it out to Covington, and obviously it was a terrible pass and a turnover. And that's the James Harden just has to have the ball there and tell everybody to move out of his way. If he makes it, he makes it. He misses it, he misses it. But If he is the greatest one-on-one player of our generation, as a lot would
1: say, he needs to go do it. Shouts to Lou Dort, by the way, for bouncing back, making two threes, after going 0-9 the previous game from three. Two big threes, by the way.
0: Oh, I also Um, I don't remember if we shouted it out or not, but I want to shout out Cardiac Kemba for doing that to Serge Ibaka. Definitely. For doing his little step back on
1: Serge. Cardiac Kemba's appeared a few times. Game four of the Philly series, then yeah, absolutely today. Hit him with a step back. Might have got away with a little travel, but hey, we'll take it. Nah, especially didn't. after the tech, we'll take it.
0: He didn't deserve it. I was gonna say he didn't deserve it being called. It was a great move.
1: Brandon Ingram on Most Improved. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but funny as hell because he was without a doubt high as fuck. Like it looked like he smoked as much weed as possible. Really? Before I he didn't. had his interview, I,
0: I didn't see it.
1: <laughs> Go look online. It's hilarious. It's he's very clearly. Uh, not in his own zone oh
0: yeah say. yeah i'll be i'm interested to go see what brandon ingram's been doing while <laughs> outside of the bubble i'll pull it up right here um i would say bam definitely was in the running for that too i mean they had i think luca was the third which would have made sense too but yeah, i may have i may have leaned i may have leaned bam but also brandon ingram I completely understand both of them went from being good starters to all-stars this year, so it did, a, they definitely made the leap.
1: There's a variety of ways they could went with that. Tatum and Brown could have, they had about the same leap as Doncic. Devon- Devontae Graham, uh, yep.
0: He started to see, I would say he kind of tailed off more towards the end of the season, but
1: it's kind of almost like, I feel like if the season stayed the same, and like we just played the full 82. Devontae yeah. Graham not only gets more votes, but maybe wins. I yeah. feel like people started saying because the Pelicans were at the Bumble, Bubble, Bumble, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> uh, Dating
0: app. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I felt like because the Pelicans were at the Bubble, Ingram was there, everyone's just like, oh, Ingram candidate for most improved. And then everyone just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. Unless the voting was done mad long ago, then cool, but I- and I didn't feel like he was the front runner during the year. Like I felt like know. I heard Devontae Graham or other people. Yeah, more. I felt
0: Devonte Graham, but I also did. I did hear Brandon Ingram's name, but it wasn't Definitely. like the front runner. And the thing that you also forget is you haven't seen Devontae Graham play since March. Yeah. So like you don't even rem- like you don't remember the Hornets are a team. You only remember teams like the Warriors only because they're such star power that's not in the playoffs. So You're like, ah, oh, I wish I could have seen Steph and Clay, but like, why would you remember the Hornets at all? Like I don't even remember. Like, I know Devontae Graham had a great season, but I don't even remember, like, highlights from his season just because it feels like it's been 10 months, and this is, like, a new season happening. True.
1: That's a shitty reason, though, for them to not give him the win. Oh,
0: for sure. I agree, like, because it's still the the 2019-2020 NBA season, so he definitely deserves more consideration for it. It's just, like, for me being a fan, I I, kind of forgot about Devontae Graham.
1: Who you got in this Game 7?
0: I have the Nuggets. Jazz Nuggets. You got the Nuggets? I got the Nuggets.
1: I lean towards them as well after Utah giving up 3-1. and If you
0: want to say, like, right now Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell are playing to a wash, Jokic or Gobert or Jokic or whoever on the Utah Jazz, you're going Jokic every time. Yeah, I just so think I the just Nuggets
1: think have more op- options, really, more weapons.
0: They have three people who can legitimately go get their shot. Because Michael Porter can go get there. I just don't know if the moment if he's too, moment's too big for him or not. We'll figure it out. But, I mean, the Jazz have two. Mike Conley can, but Jordan Clarkson, for some reason, has absolutely no fear. He's yeah, he's the, always been like that. Yeah, a, I was going to say, he he's one of those guys who can, like, in these games will either flame out and go, like, 2 of 15, or he's going to go, like, 10 of 16 in, like, Almost be that guy that's yeah, just want, like, oh, yeah, cool.
1: Definitely want someone who can get their own shot. Yeah, and um, he's
0: one of the guys who can just go get it whenever he wants to.
1: Jazz were hot from three most of the series, so that's their blueprint to stay in it besides Donovan Mitchell, who's averaging 38 and 55 from three, 55%, which is nuts. Yeah. Um, Jamal Murray, he was so fun to watch the other night. Just could not be stopped, really. Just made, four. I think, four or five clutch threes down the stretch, yeah, honestly, he, like in the fourth, off the dribble. Some in rhythm. He had some open ones, but a lot of those were just, I'm in a rhythm, you can't stop me type of shots.
0: He's looking probably at his name on the point guard, like, oh, I'm probably the ninth best point guard in the league, and just, like, trying to climb his way past everybody via every game, just being, he's okay, open. I'm trying to be better than Kemba, Kyrie, literally, like, just going all the way up the list. He's not right now, but he's <laughs> if he plays like this, he is on his way.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. He's... It's hard to put a player like that as far as talent ahead of those guys, but like I said, it's, it reminds me so much of Mike Bibby because there was a time where he was an upper echelon point guard but not in that elite group, but he was just like Murray, hitting all the big shots, going right at Kobe and Shaq and the Lakers. You know what I mean? Mm,
0: it kind of feels almost like, in a sense, kind of like Jimmy Butler. A little different because Jimmy has more, a little more talent, but like, yeah, no. You, would, you always lean. You lean naturally to more towards the Paul Georges and people like that. But like in the moment, Jimmy Butler's Bibby, never gonna
1: fold. thing with Murray and Bibby is, they're both not all stars. Like they're close to it, but just not officials. So, but the, at least them, not yet, right? But both <laughs> when given that time, yeah, made the buckets. Also remind me of when
0: Derek Fisher too kind of like that, but yeah, just not afraid of any moment. Right, more he's more. I role, mean, he's more of a role player. Like a he's heavy. a more role player who kind of did it. I know what you're saying, but I was just thinking,
1: Harrison Barnes It reminded me, or the playoffs in general reminded me of a time Harrison Barnes, and that's exactly what I mean. Because what's funny is at the beginning of the Warriors run, like when they were all babies, basically. I think it was 2014 postseason, whichever. Year 2013,
0: was, 2014, when they lost to the Clippers in seven.
1: No, I was talking about when Barnes was a rookie. So this might have even then been. you're talking
0: 2012, 2013, the year where they beat the Nuggets in six, and then they went and played the Spurs and lost to them in six. What? I, I I'm, I'm you talking? Yeah, about, I'm, I'm just talking about
1: Harrison Barnes' rookie year. Okay, I forget who, what year it was and what team they're playing against in the first round, but Barnes came up big for them. Like he made some big shots as a rookie. Really kind of, and he was like fourth on there. Kinda, I'm trying to think of that team. It was like Jared Jack. Do you remember? It was Curry Clay. Was it Jared Jack? Probably. Uh, was, was it Richard Jefferson? Or... I believe was on that team. Like it was, it was their Mark Jackson era where they were like it was their first year back in the playoffs. But anyway, Barnes was making big shots for him, and it really looked like he was gonna be like, oh, he's not the best player, but he's gonna make big shots. Kind of guy on their team, kind of like how Jimmy was on the Bulls team. Of past, Yeah, that and, was,
0: uh, okay, if it's was this rookie year, that was the 2012-2013 year. Yeah. That was the year where the Warriors beat the Nuggets in six, and then and then they, they lost to the Spurs in six, and that was where kind of the legend of Steph was born because yeah. he dropped the 22 in the third quarter against the Nuggets.
1: Yeah, it's funny how postseason, like how your reputation changes because, yeah, Barnes at one point was like, oh, shit, you can be a go-to guy at the end of games. Then he had that flame-out series against Cleveland, and it just kind of changes everything, you know?
0: If he didn't score zero points in game five, the Warriors win a championship. Right, <laughs> if he right. Was, if he was a, he a, lot was of, a human, he would there's be. There's a lot of what-ifs oh, in that series. Oh, completely. Absolutely, Draymond absolutely. Green doesn't get suspended, Blah. yeah.
1: But no, nah, it just made me think, because you see it right now with like how great Donovan, Jamal, and a lot of these guys are playing. And literally in one series, it can flip. St. Lowry was the same thing. Him and DeMar Rosen were notorious for having... Oh.
0: I was thinking about it the other. Sorry, I was Go just ahead. thinking about it because I was talking with Caleb Lanou at work the other day. Speaking of this player, Roy Hibbert, out of nowhere because yeah. Roy Hibbert the year in 2013, I was looking at he averaged about like 22 and 12 for the playoffs. Yeah, there was then a Roy Hibbert
1: the, moment for.
0: And then the next uh, the next year. He had three games of zero points and zero rebounds. I don't get how that happens being seven, two, to Five <laughs> rebounds and five points should fall into your lap
1: and his career was never the same after no, that. it wasn't. He went on I was never big on Hibbert, but boy, I did not expect anyone to crash like that. He had it to, was, when it was over, it was over for him
0: before game seven, I think when he had like thirteen and nine. Uh, you <laughs> had to go on the boat. Legendary thirteen and nine. I was gonna say he had to go on the boat with Paul George and Paul George playoff P had to give you a pep talk. Then you know you're not
1: doing well. <laughs> that was back when Paul. George I was gonna say was that was when Cameron Paul George Brown was buddies.
0: actually Paul George, not playoff P. <laughs> Pandemic P. Post traumatic Post traumatic P. Whatever kind of
1: P. <laughs> Postpartum P. <pee. laughs> <Yeah, if> you- <laughs> oh
0: God, I I hope he can come back, <laughs> be a human. What did you feel about the Clippers series?
1: Oh, yeah. That was another fun one. Too bad Prazingis couldn't go. be yeah. healthy. You know, he tore his meniscus. Doncic Very, tried
0: his hardest to get them.
1: Yeah, Doncic's a problem, and they're going to continue to be a problem. That offense is... With shooters and Doncic, you always have a chance. And he he can carve anyone up. It's insane. I, I can't believe he's 21. I'm basically repeating what I said the last episode, but can't say it enough. He is... His level of skill and the way he can break down a game at 21 is insane. Um, But Kawhi, game six, second half, he was basically like, all right, this game's done. And that's what it was. Like, he took it over on both ends, um, was diving all over the floor. Paul George actually played well. But they didn't really need anybody else because – Clippers were rolling on defense. And then Reggie Kawhi Jackson closed it out for him. Yeah, he was hitting big threes down the stretch. That was he like, interesting. He had, like 12, threes too. he had like
0: 12 fourth quarter points or something like that. He just he actually closed it out for him. Yeah. Kawhi brought him there, and then he just put the dagger in the heart.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Surprise little guest appearance by Reggie Jackson in that game. But, no, Kawhi was he was in such a rhythm. Just kind of looked like late career Jordan, just picking his spots from the mid range, and it was easy. Too easy for him. Kawhi's gonna be.
0: I still don't enjoy watching his jump shot. I just don't like the flat line drive jump shot. I don't know, something about it. Yeah, I like, obviously it's obviously it's just pretty to watch him get to his spots and every, like, the confidence he goes with. I just don't like the jump shot. It's just the flatness of it. I don't like. But I'm being very nitpicky right now because he's fantastic and one of the five best players in the league.
1: So you're sticking with Bucks in seven, or are you going taking like, um, over your team? <sighs>
0: I I don't – maybe I'm just going to keep the integrity of my pick and go Bucks in seven, but I have zero confidence in it and want to go Heat in seven. Okay. But I think I'm just going to literally stick with it only because of the integrity of my pick because I clearly want the Heat to win, and I think they're going to.
1: I believe – I think I had Boston in seven and Heat in seven, and it's looking like a Boston in five, six Maybe.
0: If the Heat and if the Heat and Celtics meet in the conference finals, we're gonna need to have a bet of some sort.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see when. We'll if, see what happens. Boston. I mean, we're halfway there. We're halfway to waiting. I mean, if your team, this to everybody out there, if your team's not six and zero in the playoffs, don't talk to me.
0: Sorry, we're five and zero. So just wait about forty eight. Wait about twenty six hours.
1: I don't know. Giannis could come back with a forty twenty five game. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. In eight blocks. Um, we Eldon, right? he held them
0: right in the 13 this year too so we, that's we have, true we have the blueprint
1: you got the blueprint but we'll see we'll see if they're hitting threes i don't know that's gonna be a fun <sighs> series they're so
0: Oh, we'll shoot threes with them
1: that's true <laughs> that's exactly you don't want it.
0: you don't want duncan robinson to get hot you don't want clay thompson 2.0 to get
1: hot <laughs> they're fun they're again they're my favorite team aside from the celtics this season they're incredibly fun to watch but we're over a half hour nuggets up on the Jazz, 26-21 at the end of the first. Bucks Heat game two tomorrow. Thunder Rockets game seven. Can't wait. You definitively picking the Rockets, or you said it's 50-50?
0: Oh, I have the Rockets winning, but okay. I have the Rockets winning. I'm just saying if it goes to the fourth quarter close, the Thunder are going to win. But I have the Rockets winning because I don't think – So they're it... winning
1: unless it's close in the fourth. Yes. All
0: right. But I have. I think that it won't be all that close in the fourth, and the Rockets are going to win.
1: There you have it. Where else do you get predictions like these? Um, We'll be back.